0: Welcome to this week's Moonlight of Emuna, Parshas Matas Mase. This week's learning should be aschos for vufushleim for chana mashbas viltcho ratsbas rochel shmol shnei zambi chavachab and achmorach benafira michaheim ben saril and nishmas heni bas chiel So Parshas this week's Parsha, Parshas Matas Mase, double Parsha, also is the. Parsha of Rishchodesh benching for, for, uh, for Rishchodesh Av and we know the famous Gemara in, in Mesechdes Tainis that tells us Mishinichnes Av memayatin besimcha when Av begins, when the month of Av begins, we reduce our Simcha, we're already in the period of the three weeks, but this week with Rishchodesh Av, will uh, will usher in the intense period of mourning for the Beis HaMikdash, the nine days what we know as the nine days, which culminates in Tisha B'Av, we hopefully won't have it this year with the coming of Mashiach but the nine days is the beginning of a period of 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 mourning, an intense period of mourning. So let's connect the parsha to uh, this period of the nine days to Rosh Chodesh Av, and uh, and understand a little bit uh, a, 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 a d- different element just besides the destruction of the Beis and how it's connected to the destruction of the Beis Mikdash. So we know there's a halacha. Uh, the tour in Archaim and in Siman Tufkov Pei says that uh, on Rosh Chodesh Av, even though it's Rosh Chodesh Pishu Chodesh you're allowed to fast on it. The Zed this day is called Yom Tainist Tzadikim. This is called called uh, Tainas Now, in Parshas Masai, in Perak Lamed Gimel, uh, Pasuk Lamed Zayin, as the Torah is going through the 42 travels of the Jewish people through the Midbar, the Torah basically gives us the places that they stopped and the pla- where they traveled to, and doesn't really um, remind us of the events that happened there. There were many major events that happened throughout those travels, but doesn't really tell us much about what happened. Right? We can look back earlier in the Torah to see. But when we come to Perak Lamed Gimel, Pasuk Lamed Zayin, right, uh, it be, uh... The pasuk yeah pasuk lamed zayin says vayisumik kodesh they traveled from kodesh vayachnu bahar they rest in har har say eretz Edoim, on the border of 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 Edom, of the of the land of Edoim and then the pasuk sort of takes a detour it says vayal aron akayin this is pasuk lamed ches yaar aron akayin went up el har to har al pi hashem by the word of hashem hashem told him to go up vayom hashem and he died there b'shnas har boim letzeis bnei israel min and the fortieth year was in the fortieth year from when the jewish people left min tzei'im Chodesh the fifth month, which is Av, beechod laChodesh, on the first day of the month. The first day of the month of Av, Aaron died on RishChodesh Av. Now the Torah already. There's really no reason for the Torah to repeat this because we already learned in Parshas Chukas at the end of of Perchof, in Parshas Chukas, the whole story of Moisha going up to Har, Har with Aaron and with Elazar and Aaron dying there. And uh, and allahs are being insto- installed as the kain gadol. But here the Torah repeats it, right? Which uh, first seems unnecessary, and also gives us detail. It tells us that he died on. It gives us his yard site. Aaron kain is the only yard site that is given in 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 the Torah. The Torah does not mention anybody else's yard site. We know other people's yard site from other sources, but the Torah doesn't tell us anybody's yard site, the day that they died. Aaron it tells us was on Rishchaydish Av, and not only that, the pasuk goes on to say, but Aaron ben Sholly Shana. Aaron was a 123 years old but when he died on Harahar right? which also we don't uh, after the others died the others were the, really the last people where we we're told how old they were it doesn't say in the Torah generally after that how old people were so we have to understand this so Rav Shemshendav Pink is ha- tells us that the, the Torah is obviously giving us a message here there was something unique about Aaron's death and the date that he died that we have to pay attention to there's a lesson for us uh, there's a lesson there for us. And also something about the Torah telling us how many years we had Aaron. Remember, Aaron was leading the Jewish people before Moshe came on the scene, right? Moshe was in Midian. Aaron was the leader of the Jewish people. When Moshe comes, Moshe takes the primary role. But Aaron is his second in command throughout. So the Torah is telling us how many years Aaron had, the, the Jewish people had Aaron, had Aaron in their lives, and tells us the date of his death. And there's a message in that. So it explains with Pincus. We know from the Mishnah in Perkei in Perak Aleph Mishnah Yud Beis, it tells us that shal Aaron. we should try to be like the Talmidim of Aaron. Why? Because what was the defining characteristic of Aaron? Oyev sholem sholem. He pursued, He loved peace and he pursued peace. Right. So therefore, therefore, th- this Mida of Aaron must be relevant to us to, to the, de- the details that the Torah is giving us. As a matter of fact, back in Parshish Chukas, and Parakh Pasakh Tas, Rashi tells us over there the Pasik says, the, the people saw that Aaron died, the entire Jewish people mourned Aaron for thirty days. And Rashi tells us that Haanoshim both men and women, Aaron shalom, because Aaron pursued peace, Bali mariva, and he created uh, love between people who were fighting, between man and his wife. That's why the entire Jewish people uh Mourned Aaron, and the Alkit says they mourned Aaron even more than they mourned Moshe. Just based on the fact that Moshe sometimes had to give people Musr. but Aaron, everybody loved Aaron, and everybody mourned Aaron. So we see that this was very, this was uh, very, it was a very traumatic experience when Aaron dies for the Jewish people. They all mourned him because he was this of shalom, of shalom, and 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 the explanation of that is that when a person who is such who, who embodies peace. Who embodies peace? Rav Pinkus's words is ki ain't shalom There is no pain as the as the leaving of the uh, as the as the as the death of somebody who brought peace into the world. And he suggests that maybe that's why the halacha is that right? we always understand that Gemara that tells us that we reduce our joy when Av begins as having exclusively to do with the Beis hamigdash but maybe it also is connected to the Misa of Aaron right? because uh, <coughs> besides the fact that it was the beginning of the days of korban and, and the Beis hamigdash being destroyed and the Jews going into, uh, into going into Golas but maybe that's connected to Aaron's death, the death of the man of peace right? That uh, we know, we know that the the Gemara tells us in Yuma, Daftes, that the reason why the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, at least the second Beis Hamikdash, was because of chinam, because there was baseless hatred. The... The the cause of baseless hatred is a lack of peace. If you had an Aron Hakohen there, you wouldn't be able to have this baseless hatred. Aron Hakohen used to go tell people stories in order to get them to make peace. If you have peace, you don't have baseless hatred. Those are the opposites, right? Baseless hatred comes because we don't make peace. We like the fights. We sit we sit in those fights, and we and we don't and we don't make peace. We don't seek to make peace. With an Aron Hakohen around, we wouldn't have had this baseless hatred, and therefore we would have we would have we maybe would have avoided the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. Now, back to the mission that we quoted earlier from Pirkei Obis that says you should be from the Talmidim of Aaron. You should be from the students of Aaron who loved peace and chased peace, right? So Rav Pinka says a person has to get a Rebbe to teach him to make peace. Why? Why? Why shouldn't that come naturally? Don't people want peace? It says Pincus, no. People, most people prefer Machlekis, right? It sounds it sounds counterintuitive. You think that people want to live peacefully, but Pincus says human nature is that people like Machleikis. Why? Because when, when there's peace, everything is quiet, right? And everything could be boring could be boring peace can be boring there's nothing exciting going on but when there's a mahlikis when there's some kind of a juicy fight going on there's there there's there's an excitement to that there's a vitality to that people feel like life is more interesting so people people naturally are pulled to mahlikis right that's why we lushan hara is one of those averas that doesn't make any sense we don't get any personal we don't get any physical hannah from it we don't get any advantage from it but yet people are drawn to lushan hara. why because it's exciting it's 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 uh it adds color to life. Cesar Pincus, also you see this, there are certain people that they're quiet uh, people, they're off to the side, they're wallflowers, right? You don't hear from them, you don't see them, right? They're not noticeable. And as soon as there's a machloikis, right, they, they're, they're, they're in the public eye. They get very involved. All of a sudden, these same people who barely offer an opinion on, any, on anything, all of a sudden, they're in the middle of the storm. They're offering their opinions. They're standing on their soapbox. There's a certain human attraction to this idea of, of machloikis. Rufinkas, I'll even read you a line. Uh, he says, He says, let's, let's be honest with ourselves. ha aver rubenu. For most of us, machloikis, dispute, contention, arguing, fighting. He misuka is sweeter than honey. V'noifes tzufim. And is like sweet like nectar. Right? Rav therefore we need a great Rebbe like Aaron, Lamdenu to teach us to love peace. Right. Before we can even start, right? If you look at the mission, the mission says, Before you could be a pursuer of peace, before you could chase peace, you have to love peace. You have to. A person doesn't pursue things that he doesn't love. You have to learn to love peace. So we need a rebbe to teach us to love peace, and then we could become pursuers of peace like Aaron. And he gives an example, he gives an example that you have a certain child, right? He's, uh, he's walking down the street, a young man, and he sees a, t- a terrible fire breaks out in a home. And he sees the, the firefighters, the the, the 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 bustle of activity that the firefighters are are, are doing, right? They're, they're going up and down these big ladders, they're saving people, they're carrying people out, they're spraying water, right? And he's amazed by this. And uh, he even goes out there and he, and he helps a little bit, right? And, he, and, and people afterwards, they claim he's a hero, he's written up in the newspaper. He helped get somebody out of the house. That he uh, that he was so excited by it. And he felt so alive, and he loved the the accolades that that were that were poured on him. That he he from that moment on, he's waiting when he'll have another chance to have a, a fire that he can get involved and in, have that kind of excitement and even he starts thinking about maybe he should light a fire in a house so that he can go there and have this amazing experience right and he wants to, even even if maybe there's some there's a risk there that people are going to get hurt or killed in Shalom, right but but he did, he's he's so excited about that so he has to be t- taught that this is not a good thing, right? It's very nice that you helped out for that fire, and it's very nice that you that you did what you did. But that but but that's the opposite of what you're supposed to be looking for, right? We have to we have to teach him to to love when there's no fire, to love when there's no fire, and to look for opportunities to prevent the fire, even if you're not going to get all of that uh, attention, right? The same thing here with machlekas. People love the attention of machlekas. We have to learn we have to learn to not love that attention uh, that we get from the machlekas to get involved with the machlekas. We have to learn to love. Of peace and if we can diffuse a situation before we need to learn to love peace so that we'll become pursuers of the peace and diffuse a situation before reaches machloikis even though if there would be a machloikis and we got involved and fixed it or we got involved and won we would get much more attention but we have to learn to love peace to, to get involved before that where nobody's going to know that we were involved we know we know that there's something brewing we diffuse it and nobody's going to recognize that we had any involvement but, but that that's to be a Talmud of Aaron right that's what it means to learn from Aaron to learn to learn to love to love the, the, the boring peace and to hate the exciting malpractice and that's why Aaron is the only one whose yartzeit is given to us. Aaron is the only one whose yartzeit is given to us, and 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 his age is given to us is one of the few, pe- the only person after the Avos whose age is given to us. Because we have to learn from Aaron. This day of Rishchaydish Av is a day of pain and crying because we lost the greatest Rebbe of of of, 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 of loving peace and ch- pursuing peace on that day. That's why it's a day of pain. That's why it was the day that led up to the to the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash that was based on. Beis Hatred, because we stopped learning the lesson of Aaron Akoyan, and 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 the Torah tells us how old Aaron was to tell us how many years we had him to learn that lesson from him. And Dafkin, this week's parsha, as we lead, we as we bench Av, we have to bench it with with re- remembering the lesson of Aaron to know how to prevent A- Rishchaydish Av from being that that painful day. If we continue to learn from Aaron, and we, we and we and we, and we Take the lessons that Aaron taught over his 123 years. We can, we can prevent Av from being a sad day. We could bring back the building of the Beis Hamikdash. To remember those lessons that no matter how enjoyable Machloekah seems seems and how and how uh, uh, how much attention we could get from it, right? But we have to see it's it's dangerous as fire. It's it's as dangerous. It's more dangerous than fire. And we have to learn those lessons from Aaron and to and do everything we can to bring Shalom, to bring Shalom, and to bring peace and to bring that boring peaceful life, and with that we'll be able to take the lesson of Aaron Akoyin, bring Aaron, so to speak, back to life, uh, eventually after the base is rebuilt, he will come back to life, but bring him back to life by bringing his lessons back to life, and prevent Rishchoy Av from being another Dish Av, where it's a day of Tsar because we lost these lessons of Shalom, to bring that back, to learn those lessons, to fulfill what the Mishnah tells us, to be me Talmid of Shal Aaron Akoyin, who loved peace and pursued peace, and with that we could fix the damage, the ultimate damage of, of the destruction of the Base HaMikdash. We can see the rebuilding of the Base HaMikdash this year, before this Tisha B'av, and we can be reunited with Moshe and Aaron, and, and, and have those continued lessons from them going forward. Meher Amenu, amen. Have a wonderful Shabbos.